the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. IZ Golden Valley, a service of Salem Media Group. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. The rival Koreas agreeing to a third summit between their leaders in Pyongyang sometime before the end of next month will be the first visit by a South Korean president to North Korea's capital in more than a decade, and it comes amid some heated rhetoric. The North has accused Washington of making gangster-like demands for denuclearization and criticized South Korea for taking part in U.S.-led sanctions with what they described as blind obedience. It's hoped President Moon can act as an intermediary and push for progress when he meets Kim Jong-un in September. That's a BBC's Laura Bicker in Seoul. Former presidential advisor Omarosa Manigault Newman drawing fire from presidential allies and national security experts for secret recordings she made at the White House, including her firing by Chief of Staff John Kelly in the High Security Situation Room. The Dow is up 59 points, and this is SRN News. If it was 1990, you'd be listening to your favorite radio station on a bulky boombox that burns through D batteries faster than you can say, you've got mail. Thankfully, it's the 21st century, and there are much better alternatives. For example, just ask Alexa to tune in. Alexa, play Wellness Radio Minneapolis. Throw out that old beeper and get with the times. Listen to your favorite Wellness Radio 1570 hosts and shows with Alexa and Amazon Echo. I'm Lee Michaels here on Wellness 1570. From the Eagle Wellness Studios today, the nice weather continues. Sunshine mid to upper 80s today clear around 70 overnight and then uh, probably mid 80s for your tuesday as well up next it's like it matters radio with mr black to learn more about all of our programs find our podcast page and more at twincitieswellnessradio.com the governor's race is heating up Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. Hi, it's John Wichko, owner of Advantage Autoglass. Advantage is having a great year, and I'd like to thank everyone who's taken advantage of our service. And if you chose to wait for drier roads and warmer weather, they're here. Now is the time to get that cracked windshield taken care of. You've been staring at it day after day. Why wait any longer? Call Advantage Autoglass today at 952-423-6396, and we'll replace your windshield with only the highest quality parts and adhesives. Advantage will come to your home or work, anywhere in the metro, we're a local family-owned company and a preferred shop for all major insurance companies. That means you'll get personalized service and we do all the billing, all backed by a lifetime warranty. All you do is call Advantage first and we'll take care of everything. So call us today at 952-423-6396 or visit us on the web at ReplaceMyWindshield.com. That's ReplaceMyWindshield.com. Hey, welcome to our show. Hey, and we got some news. Premier Pool and Spa is having a truckload sale. Does that mean there's just one or two of them are on sale? Because that's all that fits in my truck, eh? Did uh, you just fall off a truck? Yeah, that's why I talk like this, eh? No, that means that all the hot tubs and swim spas in the inventory are all on sale, plus the next two truckloads, and they're all on sale. And if they don't have what you want, they can build exactly what you're looking for, and it'll be on sale too, eh? Well, shouldn't you wait for all the summer fair sales? Because everyone says that's the best time of year to buy, eh? Hey, remember the people have to pay to have a booth at the fair, and then when you look at the deals, it includes that cost in there, so it's not really a deal. So why wait till another time when the deals now are just as hot as the weather? Buy now and get what you want when you want it at this big truckload sale. Visit Premier Pool and Chan Essen today, premierpools.com. 
Premier Pool and Spa, where we take fun seriously, eh? Take off. For 30 years, healthcare insurers have had it wrong. We don't need to manage our healthcare. We need to manage the finance of our healthcare. Sustainable healthcare. What is it? How do we attain it? What changes are needed? These and a host of other questions are addressed by Dr. Stephen Trobiani, MD, on his program, Sustainable Healthcare, on Twin Cities Wellness Radio, Saturdays at 2 p.m. That's Sustainable Healthcare with Dr. Stephen Trobiani, Saturdays, 2 p.m. on Wellness Radio 1570. The following program was pre-recorded and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be. The time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we are live. I say it again. We are live. If you want to pipe in, uh, 651-289-4466. And today we're going to talk about what do you value. You know, ladies and gentlemen, I'm back in my home base of Fort Worth, Texas. Boy, it was great. I spent about 10 days in Minneapolis and uh, got a chance to do a week's worth of shows uh, live in the studio there with Trevor and with Lee. And uh, boy, it was a blessing. And uh, we did some great radio. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to uh, catch up on any of the radio shows last week, I would highly recommend going to likeitmattersradio.com because, boy, this is where you come uh, to get an hour, a dose of reality, an hour of power, an opportunity to grow into more than you were yesterday, today. And then if you keep on that same journey and plug in with us tomorrow, you get to be better tomorrow than you are today. And today we're talking about what do you value. You know, the values are really what's important to people. What is important to people? What do you value? And today, we're going to go through a lot of different values because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, we're, uh, I'm, a, I'm a purveyor of the truth. Uh, you know, I'm a mythoclast, uh, you know, uh, taking, uh, debunking myths out there, debunking things that are being sold off as truth, uh, but they're truly lies. And it really comes down to what do you value? In other words, who are you? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? How do you want to be remembered? When people outside of those who are blinded by the love they have for you look at your life in total, not one little thing, because we all fall short of the glory of God. We all have moments of ugliness. We all uh, have situations and moments in our life that we are not too proud of. Nobody uh, could go through uh, anybody going through your trash. If someone wanted to find a crime in your life, in my life, they could. Show me the person and I'll find a crime. There are lots of famous people that have said many different ways to say that. That's why all this stuff with the special counsel and people going through every piece of work you ever did, every relationship you ever had, every interaction you had for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. Let's be honest. None of us could withstand that scrutiny. It's impossible. And so, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to talk today about what do we value because that really is the most important thing because you can tell a man's religion in time of despair when you back someone in a corner you'll see who you got what they're made of now i want to start with a beautiful poem i found it's called the most beautiful flower it says the park bench was deserted as i sat down to read beneath the long straggly branches of an old willow tree Disillusioned by life with good reason to frown, for the world was intent on dragging me down. If that were enough to ruin my day, a young boy out of breath approached me, all tired from play. He stood right before me with his head tilted down and said with great excitement, Look what I found. In his hand was a flower, and what a pitiful sight. With all its petals all worn, not enough rain or too little light. Wanting him to take his dead flower and go off to play, I faked a small smile and then shifted away. But instead of retreating, he sat next to my side and placed the flower to his nose and declared with overacted surprise, it sure smells pretty and it's beautiful too. 
That's why I picked it. Here, it's for you. The weed before me was dying or dead, not vibrant of colors, orange, yellow, or red. But I knew I must take it or he might never leave. So I reached for the flower and replied, just what I need. But instead of him placing the flower in my hand, he held it midair without reason or plan. It was then that I noticed for the very first time that weed-toting boy could not see. He was blind. I heard my voice quiver, tears shone in the sun, as I thanked him for picking the very best one. You're welcome, he smiled, and then ran off to play, unaware of the impact he'd made on my day. I sat there and wondered how he managed to see a self-pitying woman beneath an old willow tree. How did he know of my self-indulgent plight? Perhaps from his heart he'd been blessed with true sight. Through the eyes of a blind child at last I could see the problem was not with the world. The problem was me. And for all those times I myself had been blind, I vowed to see the beauty in life and appreciate every second that's mine. And then I held that wilted flower up to my nose and breathed in the fragrance of a beautiful rose and smiled as I watched that young boy, another weed in his hand, about to change the life of an unsuspecting old man. Wow. <laughs> that is a beautiful poem by Cheryl Costello Forche. Wow, wow, wow. You know, ladies and gentlemen, there's going to be a time in our lives where each one of us will be lying on our deathbed wondering at all if it mattered one bit. Did it matter one bit that I was given the gift of life? What impact did it matter? What impact did it make? What am I leaving behind? As people look at my life in retrospect, what will they see? And today on Like It Matters Radio, I want you to consider what's important to you. How do you want others to remember you? Who are you? If I were to go to your funeral and ask your best friend to give me five words to describe you. What would you desire? What would you want those five words to be? You know, Dr. Stephen Covey in The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People identified seven habits that truly were separating the, the great from the just okay. And one of them was to begin with the end in mind. And we begin with the end in mind, we understand. We understand things in a different perspective. You know, ladies and gentlemen, life's about choices. And you need to decide who you're going to be. Another poem from Ella Wheeler Wilcox says this. There are two kinds of people on earth today. Two kinds of people no more, I say. Not the good or the bad, for it's well understood. The good are half bad. And the bad, half good. Not the happy or sad, for in the swift flying years, bring each man his laughter, each man his tears. Not the rich or the poor, for to count a man's wealth, you must know the state of his conscience and health. Not the humble and proud, for in life's busy span, who puts on vain airs is not counted a man. No. The two kinds of people on earth I mean are the people who lift and the people who lean. Wherever you go, you'll find the world's masses are ever divided into these two classes. And strangely enough, you will find two I mean, there's only one lifter to 20 who lean. In which class are you? Are you easing the load of the overtaxed lifters who toil down the road? Or are you a leaner? who lets others bear your portion of worry and labor and care. So ladies and gentlemen, today I'm going to pose a simple question for you. Who are you? What do you value? And I'm not going to give you 20 options. I'm going to give you two. Are you a giver or taker? Because I learned a long time ago, givers gain and takers lose. Are you a victim or are you grateful? Are you an agitator or are you a healer? Are you here to be served? Are you here to be a servant? Are you a cistern that holds on to all that people pour into you and life has blessed you with? Or are you a conduit 
the one who passes through to other people? Are you a forgiver or are you a keeper? And what I mean by keeper is a record of wrong. The holder of the pound of flesh. And today we're going to consider these values and we're going to end this thing with what John Wooden called the pyramid of success. And we're going to go through these words. What do you value? Who are you? When you're no longer on this planet, how do you want to be remembered? Like It Matters Radio. Be right back. Listen to the impact of Leadership Awakening on Pastor Don Delich. Leadership Awakening is a very unique and dynamic 46 hours packed with energy, enthusiasm, and challenges. It has taught me to maximize my opportunities. My goal is to be the best that I can be for Jesus Christ and to inspire others to commit their entire bodies, souls, minds, and spirits to God's calling for them. My priorities are to serve the Lord first, my wife next, then my family, followed by all others who connect with me. Leadership Awakening provides tools to enable us to focus our skills and to love blessing many lives. Please consider Leadership Awakening. To check out the dates and locations of upcoming Leadership Awakenings, go to likeitmatters.net slash events. That's likeitmatters.net slash events. Here at the Kingdom Builders, relationships are more important than sales figures. We're not real interested in doing these commercials to pull you in with marketing. We're more interested in having an opportunity to reach out and establish a relationship with you. Matthew, my son-in-law, now works a lot in the office with me, and our goal is really to be great ambassadors for the Lord Jesus. We don't want to put our light under a bushel basket. Yeah, I've just really enjoyed talking with customers and seeing what their problems are and trying to fix those for them, trying to get peace of mind with the issues they're having with their home. We think the business part will come naturally if we have a good, solid relationship with you and establish a level of trust. We've just been immensely blessed with all the people that we've met in the past few years, and we look forward to growing our family of customers. We'd like the opportunity just to look at your roof, your gutters, whatever it might be, for a free and obviously no obligation estimate. Find us online at thekingdombuilders.net. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black, and so honored that you choose to be under construction. See, if you're going to be a real leader, one of your values must be your under construction. Don't you get it? In the, in the corporate world, we call it Lean Manufacturing, Six Sigma, Lean Sigma. It's based on Char- Dr. Deming's uh, work of constant and never-ending improvement. The same concept, the same theory uh, that w- was sent to Japan after we dropped two nuclear bombs on them. And within 30 years, within a generation, and they became the leading economic power in the world. And in the training world, in the world of Mr. Black, we call it being under construction. Work to be a little bit better each day, a little bit better today than yesterday, a little bit better tomorrow than today. To be better in every role we have, a better spouse, a better parent, a better coworker, a better force on this planet. And today we are talking about values because this world is screwed up. Our country, what happened to America? And I'm going to tell you what happened to America. Our values changed. Our values changed. You know, I was listening to uh, Mike Rowe. Uh, He was talking, you know, he has a scholarship, a work-based scholarship. And he says every year it's harder and harder to give away money, to give away money to people. 
because they don't want to work. They feel put off. Uh, he makes them do things, make videos and write papers, and they don't want it's too much work for free education, too much work for free money. And he says this, you know, he's talking about uh, he's talking about American work ethic. And I got this article here. Uh, he was on, I forgot what show he was on, but he was asked about general work apathy as it relates to entitled millennials, like the infamous 30-year-old crashing with his mommy and daddy. If you don't, you've probably heard this. 30-year-old man was ordered by a judge to vacate his parents' New York home after living rent-free for nearly a decade. The guy's name is Michael Rotondo. And he, his parents had to take him to court to get him out of their home. He's 30 years old. I was on my own at 16, living in my car at 17, uh, in the Army at 17, then staying in my car, living in the same city as my parents when I went to UNLV in Las Vegas. I slept in my car in Eiferman's gym over at Sahara. Uh, it was a 24-hour gym. I'd sleep in there, get up at 3 in the morning, 3.30 in the morning. I would uh, shower uh, at the gym, and then I'd go to my ROTC drills at 5 o'clock. On my own, though, at 16, 17 years old. So Rotundo said he was outraged outside the courtroom. He dropped out of college because he couldn't hack the math. He has, he's a single dad, so he's a, he's a sperm donor. So he has a child that he doesn't see. He lost custody of. He's not working. And we're supposed to feel sorry for this guy. The work ethic is just terrible. But he says this quote, there's a fissure running through the expectation of what happens when we elevate safety and feelings to a level of primacy. He says, quote, I think it creates a real disconnect people are struggling to parse. If safety is the priority, then let's just wrap ourselves in bubble wrap and drive at speeds approaching five miles an hour. And that's what the whole thing on college campuses. You can't disagree with anybody. If you don't have the liberal views of a college, I don't care if you believe with those or not, at some point, you got to stand up. Who was it, Ellie Weissel, that said, hey, they came for the, uh, uh, the communists. I wasn't communist, so I didn't say anything. They came for the laborers, and I wasn't laborer, so I didn't say anything. Uh, they came for the Jews, but I wasn't a Jew, so I didn't say anything. But then they came for me, and there's nobody left to say something. Again, I'm not just remembering that from the top of my head. I'm not reading anything, so if I misquote it, I apologize. Right? But for some reason, we got college campuses now that people are snowflakes. I mean, they're hurt. If someone draws on the ground chalk that says Trump, they're traumatized. They need to have three months of healing. I mean, let's be honest. We live in a culture now where women are, aren't as good as men, people say. That you got to protect women. Uh, that you you got to change their grades. There's college campuses now where women automatically get a grade point higher just because life's not fair to them. Wow, if I, if, if I was a woman and someone said, you need help, that you can't do it on your own, I'd slap them. I'd punch them. <laughs> How dare you insult me? If I was a black person and I was told that you need help, you can't do it on your own, then I would ask them, what happened to Clarence Thomas? What happened to Barack Obama? What happened to Frank Robinson? What happened to Muhammad Ali? What happened to, you know, I mean, I could go through a list of these things. We got to really start taking a look at our values. Mike Rose said, you know, safety first means risk second or third or fourth. If a job site or workplace prioritizes your safety first, then someone else has to put your safety above everything else. Therefore, taking the responsibility of your safety away from you. As Mike says, there's an unintended consequence of putting safety first on other people. It comes back to kick us in the throat. Now we have legions of soft-skinned ninnies, this is his quote, who cede their safety in other chunks of their lives, like healthcare, finance, etc., to a third party like government. You gotta get that. Micro isn't saying safety is important. What he's saying is your safety is your responsibility. It's not the responsibility of anyone else but you. Prioritizing safety as a value above risk leads to a general malaise about your own safety and as a result, everything else. A point which bears repeating. Surely, You've seen the meme or read the adage, success is outside your comfort zone. It's all outside your safe zone. You have to stretch a little, go beyond, and often engage in something which isn't safe to achieve something great. So few are willing to do that today. Perhaps the culture is in some way responsible and is. And that's why I get some people say, you know, I don't talk politics. I don't care who you vote for. That's between you and God. That's up to you. But I do talk about culture. 
This is important to understand. And you got to be careful of the world because what the world wants to do today is throw everything into politics. Why? Because you don't talk about politics. So now we're not talking about these things that need to be talked about. So what is culture? Let me give you dictionary.com's definition. Culture it says the arts and other manifestations of human intellectual achievement regarded collectively. Right? In biology, it's the cultivation of bacteria, tissue, cells in an artificial medium containing nutrients. In other words, the cells proliferate readily in culture. Biology is to maintain in conditions suitable for growth. Do you hear it? The culture we are creating are destroying our kids. We got these snowflake little kids. The, and let's be honest. The only drug that's illegal on college campuses is testosterone. They call it toxic masculinity. Men can't even be man, men anymore. Men are the evil. And if you're a white man, you have no right to live, right? And I, let me quote Louis Farrakhan. Issue Sunday call for an end to white men. Now, now here's it. If you're a person of color... And we can all say, boy, what, what was done to, to black people in this country is an abomination. It's embarrassing. It's, whether you're talking about a heavyweight champion, a Jack John, was it Jack Johnson that, that, Obama, uh, that uh, Trump just pardoned? He was thrown in jail because he traveled with a white woman across state line. That makes me sick to my stomach. What abomination. How, uh, I just hate when I read stuff like that. It's wrong. I don't care what your skin color. Louis Farrakhan, leader of the Nation of Islam, called for an end to white men on Sunday morning, saying that their nature is not in harmony with the nature of God. Isn't that great? Farrakhan went on to claim that white men had squandered the time God gave them. But you'd say, well, Justice Louis Farrakhan. Oh, he wouldn't. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the culture. How about this one? Reparations Happy Hour invites white people to pay for drinks. On Monday night, a bar in Portland, Oregon, hosted people of color and gave them $10 as they arrived, a symbolic gift funded primarily by white people who were then told not to attend. A local activist group called Brown Hope wanted the event to be a space for people of color in a mostly white city to meet, organize, discuss policy. The notion of full-scale reparations sought by some as compensation for the horrors of slavery, Jim Crow, and the large wealth gap between white and black U.S. house was supported by 58% of black people and 46% of Hispanic people. Isn't that great? Victim or grateful? See, this goes at some point, people of color got to stand up. At some point, people of God who have also color on their skin. 99.9% .9 of all DNA is the same in every human being. The Bible says there is no uh, uh, black or white. There is no slave or free man. There is no man or woman. They're just children of God. And so you got to get this, the values that we hold on to, what we perpetuate. And it's getting worse. Look at this. Father of 10 children, violently abused, and had those kids in uh, horrible living conditions in their Fairfield, California home, has been charged with four counts of committing lewd acts with a child under the age of 14. The new charges were filed against Jonathan Allen, 29, on Thursday, as he appeared in court with his wife, 31-year-old Ina Rogers. Allen also faces nine counts of felony child abuse and seven counts of felony torture. Rogers faces nine counts of felony child abuse and one count of child neglect involving all ten children. Prosecutors allege the children who range in age from four months to 12 years old live in filth and were neglected after police did a search of their home on March 31st when one of their children, a 12-year-old, was reporting missing. As a man of color, all those ten kids are of color. Where's people concerned for them? See, it should matter. When someone's abused, I don't care what the color of their skin. It should matter when someone's killed. I don't care what the color of their skin. How many people died over the weekend in Chicago? How many black people were killed by black people and no one even cares? But if one of those black people was killed by a white person or a person of blue, a, a cop, it would be all over the news. There would be marches. There would be people burned down. There would be shops destroyed. And these are the values in today's world. And ladies and gentlemen, the reason I do this show is because I think we're better than this. I think we're better than this. There is a lot of hate and a lot of bitterness. And hurting people hurt people. This poem by Philip Larkin puts it best. They effed you up, your mom and dad. They may not mean to, but they do. They fill you with the faults they had and some extra, add some extra just for you. But they were effed up in their turn by fools in old-style hats and coats who half the time were soppy stern and half at one another's throats. Man hands on misery to man. It deepens like a coastal shelf. 
get out as early as you can and don't have any kids yourself. See, there's this vicious cycle, abuse in childhood and limited or impaired self-capacities. We need to change it. If you don't like the results, ladies and gentlemen, change the approach. We need to go back to being people of value. What do you value? If today wasn't your last day on this planet, how would you want to be remembered? I don't care what color your skin is. It's just a DNA marker. If you got more of one thing, it's darker. If you got less of one thing, it's lighter. I don't care the shape of your eyes. It's one genetic marker. If you got more of one thing, it's rounder. If you got less, it's more almond shape. We'll be back in three minutes with Like It Matters Radio. Here's what business owner Ken. Here's Johnson. what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team absolutely changed they are energized in a way that is is off the charts different and better than we ever had before first of all best investment i ever made secondly we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life. Go to likeitmatters.net and click on schedule to register for the next Leadership Awakening class in Minneapolis, September 13th through the 15th. That's likeitmatters.net. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. I was nine weeks along and didn't know what else to do. I felt helpless and I didn't want to leave it up to her but I didn't know what to do or say. I didn't know there were other options available. I didn't know it was a baby with a beating heart at 18 days. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America, the Billboard People. So often we get calls just like this from men and women seeking help and alternatives. Our 800 hotline connects callers to the services they need for pregnancy, adoption, as well as post-abortion assistance. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of confidential counseling or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out on the web, Pro-Life ProLifeAcrossAmerica.org. ProLife Across America is educational, non-political, and tax deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. ProLife Across America, the Did you know approximately 980 Minnesotans will be diagnosed with pancreatic cancer this year? Only 88 will live to see the year 2022. These are not simply statistics. Every one of those diagnosed represents someone's mother, father, sister, brother, colleague, or friend. Pancreatic cancer is the world's toughest cancer, with a five-year survival rate of just 9% in the U.S. The Pancreatic Cancer Action Network is determined to improve patient outcomes today and double survival by 2020. We need your help. We are the only organization with a nationwide grassroots army, inspiring over one million people to take action and accelerate progress in the fight to end pancreatic cancer. We must do more and demand urgent action to save lives. Find out how you can join the fight by visiting pancan.org. That's P-A-N-C-A-N.org. Pancan.org. Welcome back. Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio class, your purveyor of true therapy. I know. I don't sound as good as the recording does, but it, I, 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 true there you go. <laughs> see, I don't have that plexiglass to look through to see Trevor, because I'm now in Fort Worth and Trevor's there. Thank you, Trevor. I appreciate that, man. You know, we, we I'd quoted earlier a little poem from uh, Philip Larkin, a bitter, angry person. Uh, and he, as a quote here, beyond its obvious initial negative effects, early and severe and frequent child abuse and or neglect interrupts normal child development. Conditions negative effect to abuse-related stimuli and interferes with the usual acquisition of self-capacities perhaps most especially the development of effect regulation skills. One thing I learned a long time ago, on default, hurting people hurt people. Hurting people hurt people. 
You know, last week we had a great show with Marcus Alexander, a great uh, hip-hop artist who is into real positivity. Just had thousands of people comment uh, on how incredible that was. And, you know, we can take something that's bad and use it for good if we choose to. But it all depends on who we are, what we value. See, life's a, a series of choices. We can be their lifters or leaners, like the poem said. You know, givers gain or takers lose, so we can be givers or takers. We can be a victim, or poor me, or we can be grateful. We can be an agitator or a healer. We could be a servant or think that we're here to be served. We can be a forgiver or a keeper of record of wrong or a holder of pound of flesh. We can be a cistern or a conduit. You know, those are really two, the, the two vessels of any leader. There's only two. See, keep it simple, soldier. Remember, the enemy's number one weapon formed against this confusion. And the devil's pleased. He's pitting black against white, men against women, Republican against Democrat. Those who uh, like Trump, what he's doing, maybe wouldn't support everything he says and does. And those who hate him, no matter what he does. Don't you hear it? It's a series of choices. The problem is most people are just drones. They're just going along for the ride. They're believing what everybody else tells them to believe. And we got a lot of people hurting people out there. But you don't have to have, have your pain hurt other people. The way it happens is because you hold on to it. I got this article from uh, Why Do People Become Killers? There's only three reasons. This is from uh, Jay Warner Wallace from Fox News a couple days ago. Human misbehavior is motivated by financial greed, sexual or relational lust, and the pursuit of power. You might be wondering if there's a fourth category, he says. There isn't. What about jealousy? What about anger? Ask yourself the question, what is causing the jealousy or anger? And I'm going to tell you, he doesn't say this. He said there's only three answers to this question, and now you know them, those three things. But I'm going to tell you, it's victimhood. We're told you've got to be a victim. If you're black and something bad happens to you, it's because you're black. That is just stunning. But you know why it's stunning? Because at no point does that ever allow for that you made a mistake. At no point does that ever allow for you did something wrong. At no point does that ever allow that you can be better. At no point does that ever allow for personal responsibility. Don't you see? You got to get this. We are being pitted against each other and we're being droned. I mean, you got half the country that their biggest value is resistance. Don't you hear it? Parents, if you had a child and your their biggest value in their re relationship with you was resistance, you'd probably be in jail for beating them, right? Because you spare the rod, you spoil the child. When you love someone, you do things that are uncomfortable. I hate to discipline my kids physically. I was raised in abuse. But I also know that they need to be corrected. They need to understand that there's a barrier, there's a line to have respect, to honor their mother and father, to treat a stranger with kindness and to open, welcome in the stranger, to love others as yourself. I taught my kids when they were little that it, life is not about them. Get off yourself. You are not here to be served. You are here to serve. I'm a follower of Jesus Christ. I know some of you don't follow Jesus Christ. That's between you and God, but I am. I'm not going to hold you to account for what I don't agree with you on, and you don't hold me to account for that I believe in God and you don't. Can't we all just get along? See, the notorious gang, MS-13, inadvertently confirmed these three motives when leaders chose the motto. Remember the ones that we call animals? That the, Some people were so offended, how dare you call a person an animal? Well, was, is Harvey Weinstein, that pig, is he an animal? To someone that changed someone to a bed and rapes them for 10 years, are they an animal? To someone who slowly cuts a person apart in pieces, dismembers them, would they be an animal? But MS-13's motto, kill, steal, and rape. Steal, kill, and rape. All murderers, kill, are motivated by the financial greed, steal, sexual lust, rape, or the pursuit of power control. Sometimes only one of these two motives is the driving force behind the crime. But don't you get it? It comes down to values. And I know today, you know, it's not cool to talk about our founding fathers. I know America is such an evil place that so many people want to live here. And if you tell people they can't come here, then you're evil. 
But think about this. What happened to the 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence? By the way, some of them had slaves. Yep. I know people in India that have slaves today. The Jews have been slaves. Have you read the Bible? They were slaves for most of the Old Testament. (laughs) And today, you know, there are slaves today. Sex slaves, financial slaves, indentured servants. But yet today we got to get wrapped up in what happened 200 years ago. And by the way, earlier when I was talking about incredible people of color who have accomplished great things, I think I said Frank Robinson, said Jackie Robinson, my apologies. You know, Dr. King. But let's go back to this. What happened to the 56 men who signed the Declaration of Independence? Five signers were captured by the British as traitors and tortured before they died. Twelve had their homes ransacked and burned. Two lost their sons serving in the Revolutionary War. Another had two sons captured. Nine of the 56 fought and died from wounds or hardship of the Revolutionary War. They signed and they pledged their lives, their fortune, and their sacred honor. Yeah, it's wrong to have slaves. Please hear that. It's wrong to treat anybody, no matter what their skin color, differently. That's what racism is. Racism is using race to decide anything. If I'm nice or mean to you based on your race, I'm a racist. If I'm hire you or fire you because of your race, I'm a racist. If I want to marry you or divorce you because of your race, I'm a racist. Don't you hear it? To use race as an example of why you decide something is a racist. That's what Dr. King said. I long for the day, I have a dream, that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. Didn't you hear what Dr. King says? He said what they value, who they are on the inside, is what matters. Not the skin color, not the clothes they wear, not who they choose to share their bed with, but their content of their character, what they value you got to get this. And now George Washington, who's become this pariah to so many on the left. How about this? There's a great article uh, called The Man Who Would Not Be King. George Washington's on the face of the $1 bill, and these days the smiling face of President's days. Most of us don't uh, know who he was, but don't know why it's important. George Washington was the man who established the American Republic. He led the Revolutionary Army against the British Empire. He served as the first president, and most importantly, he stepped down from power. Did you hear that, Hillary Clinton? He stepped down from power. In an era of brilliant men, Washington was not, did you hear that? Was not a deep thinker. He never wrote a book or even a long essay. Unlike George Mason, Thomas Jefferson, James Madison, this is from the Cato Institute, by the way, James Madison, Alexander Hamilton, John Adams, but Washington made the ideas of the American founding real. He incarnated liberal and Republican ideas in his own person, and he gave them effect through the revolution, the Constitution, his successful presidency, and his departure from office. John Adams said he was the best actor of presidency we ever had. Indeed, Washington was a person very conscious of his reputation who worked all his life to develop his character and his image. And by the way, whether you know this or not, he gave up everything. He put all his wealth on the line for the presidency. And by the way, he was elected twice and they wanted him for the third time. And he stepped down. He resigned. He refused because he knew that they were going to make him a king. Why do you think we passed the one uh, constitutional amendment after FDR? He was elected four times. FDR would love to be king. So we passed a constitutional amendment saying that no president can serve more than two elected terms. I mean, George Washington said, we just left a dictator. We just left a kingship. And now these people want to make me a king. I really believe that's why Moses was not allowed to go into the promised land. Yeah, I know he struck the rock and says speaking to it. But because the people of Israel would have made Moses king, they would have made him a god, a demigod. They would have put him on a thing like like a lot of Jews put um, Abraham. Like a lot of Muslims put Muhammad. They make him godlike. And there's only one God, Deuteronomy 6.4. There's one God. And so you got to get this. This goes back to values. And after the break, I'm going to go into John Wooden. John Wooden was an incredible man. Some of his quotes is, hey, be true to yourself. Help others. Make each day your masterpiece. Make friendship a fine art. Drink deeply from good books, especially the Bible. Build a shelter against a rainy day. Give thanks for your blessings and pray for guidance every day. Don't you hear? Be more concerned with your character, he said, than your reputation, because your character is what you really are, while your reputation, reputation is merely what people think you are. 
He said, success is peace of mind, which is a direct result of self-satisfaction and knowing you did your best to become the best you were capable of becoming. So today I'm asking you, if I was to go up to your closest person who knew you best, and after you pass on, you're dead now, you're finding out if there is a God, and I was to ask that person to give me five words to describe you, what would you want those five words to be? That tells me what you value. And after the break, we're going to go into some of these things. John Wooden had a pyramid of success. Some of these great values, some of these great attributes that today we don't even know of. Today, these words don't exist. And I'm going to challenge you to put these words on. But more importantly, I'm going to challenge you to write out your own list of five words. How do you want to be remembered when you're no longer here? And you know how you're going to be remembered? By the values that you live your life with while you're still on this planet. I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters Radio Network. Be back. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Go to likeitmatters.net to find out more about Leadership Awakening Workshops. That's likeitmatters.net. The governor's race is heating up. Join Larry Elder, Michael Medved, and Dennis Prager for trackside analysis at the Battleground Talkers Tour, October 25th. Tickets start at only $20, so cruise over to am1280thepatriot.com to get yours today. Will it be a photo finish or a total blowout? Join the discussion at the Battleground Talkers Tour, Thursday, October 25th. Details at am1280thepatriot.com. You're finally thinking about retirement, and I'm sure you're wondering, do I have enough money to retire? Will I be able to take that trip, buy that special something, or visit the kids? Now is the time to get your arms around your money, protect and grow your nest egg, so you can live out your retirement dreams. Join us at Online Trading Academy. Call us for a free investing class by dialing pound 250 on your cell phone. Use keyword OTA. Again, pound 250, keyword OTA. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who's served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. You know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows. And I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, This did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Richmond, Virginia, August 23rd through the 25th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am Mr. Black. And please, if you have any comments, uh, you want anything I shared on the radio today, you can email me at Mr. Black, M-R-B-L-A-C-K, at likeitmattersradio.com. Also, if you do Facebook, like us on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash L-I-M radio. And by the way, now iTunes now has Like It Matters Radio available. So if you go to iTunes and subscribe to Like It Matters Radio, you will get my daily radio show uh, podcast form right there readily available. 
And we are in Minneapolis-St. Paul and iHeartRadio. We play every Monday through Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. Central Standard Time and replayed from 5 to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. In St. Louis on, on Praise 95.1 FM and 1260 a.m., we play every night from 7 to 8 p.m. And in Richmond, Virginia, uh, we play every night from 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, and I don't know how they replay. You'll have to check with those radio stations. But to find us on iHeartRadio, we have listeners all over the world. Just search Wellness Radio 1570. This is Uphill by Christina Rossetti. Does the road wind uphill all the way? Yes, to the very end. Will the day's journey take the whole long day? From morn to night, my friend. But is there for the night a resting place? A roof for when the slow dark hours begin? May not the darkness hide it from my face? You cannot miss that inn. Shall I meet other wayfarers at night? Those who have gone before? Then must I knock or call when just in sight? They will not keep you standing at the door. Shall I find comfort, travel sore and weak? Of labor you shall find the sum. Will there be beds for me and all who seek? Yea, beds for all who come. Now there's a value that's gone. Hard work, disappointment, having to pick yourself up, dust yourself off and hit again. People like uh, Jackie Robinson, people like Muhammad Ali, people like Clarence Thomas, people like Martin Luther King, people like Elias Mays, Benjamin Elias Mays, sorry. People like that. People like Scott Black, Proverbs twenty four sixteen says, A righteous man will stumble seven times, but get back up. But the wicked will stumble to ruin. And today, in today's culture, in today's environment, if a righteous man stumbles, then all of a sudden they're a victim. They file a lawsuit. They get the NAACP to help them if they're black because they stumbled because they're... You see, at some point, we've got to stop the lie, people. Especially you people of color who are good people, who know what's right. Who, who follow God. And at some point, if, if you don't step up, because we can only say so much because of the color of my skin. I'm telling you right now, it's time that we all come together and we start with culture, not politics. Not politics, but culture. Merriam-Webster defines culture this way. The customary beliefs, social forms, and material traits of a racial, religious, or social group. Also, the characteristic features of everyday existence such as diversions or a way of life, shared by people in a place or time, popular culture. The set of shared attitudes, values, do you hear it? This is B for the second definition of culture. The set of shared attitudes, values, goals, and practices that characterize an institutional organization. How about the third definition? The set of values, conventions, or social practices associated. Don't you hear it? Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to get rid of the hate. I've never lived in a time and seen a time where it's okay to hate as long as you hate the right things, as long as you hate Trump and hate whoever doesn't hate him. The problem is when he goes away, and he will soon, where does your hate go? It just hates like a fire. And you got women now in mass killing their kids. You got people of color hating people that don't have color. You got people who have no color afraid to step out or be around people of color because they're going to be attacked or going to be called names or going to be called racist. At some point, collectively, we need to stand up, especially those of you who follow the God of the Bible. It's not how it's supposed to be. This isn't politics, people. This is culture. And think about the culture of success. And really, somebody who epitomizes that culture of success in the sports world more than anybody else would be John Wooden. John Wooden wasn't just a coach of basketball. He was a coach of life. And he had something called the pyramid of success. I don't think anybody's come close. I think he won 10 national championships. Stunning. And I got this uh, article. I got this via Jim Herrick, I think. Uh, in a period of 14 years, ending with his tenure at Indiana State University, John Wooden worked on his famous pyramid of success. He put success, according to his definition, at the apex. The first two blocks of the pyramid are the two cornerstones because to be strong, you have to have a strong foundation, said Wooden. The cornerstones of success to me in anything are hard work and enjoying what you're doing. So one cornerstone is industriousness, industriousness a word we don't hear that often, and the other is enthusiasm. 
And I love the word enthusiasm because it comes from the Greek word enthus, meaning of the spirit. So I'm going to define some of these words, and I want to ask you this question. I'd like you to work on it tonight, not while you're driving. Please, if you're driving, don't do that. I want you to just go to these values. If, if someone, let's say Mr. Black, if I was to go to your funeral, you're dead now. You found out already if there is a God or not, and based on how you lived your life before you took your last breath, of where you are going to spend eternity in relation to that God. And so now you're, you're there. And now I go up to, because I didn't know you, you just listened to my radio show for 20 years. But I went up to your best friend, the person who knew you better than anybody else, and I asked them, give me five words to describe you. What would you want those five words to, to be? For me, I know I want to be a contribution. I want to make a difference. If I can't make a difference, I don't want to play. One of my words would be fire, passion. I want my tombstone to read, he brought fire. Fire cleanses, fire purifies, fire warms things up, fire cooks. You got my point? I want passion to be one of my words. I want humility. I want God-fearing and God-serving. Don't you hear it? You know, there was this Christian thing years ago that said, I'm second, I'm number two, I'm second. And as I do the math, I go, wow, how did you get so high up there? In today's world, I'm number one is the big thing. It's all about everybody else. And rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. You got to get off yourself. It's not about you. So let's go through a couple of these words. As you're thinking of the five words to describe you, enthusiasm is putting your heart. Did you hear me? Putting your heart into it. Your heart must be in your work. Why? Because people can't get emotionally connected to you if you're not emotionally involved. Industriousness. There's no substitute for hard work. Worthwhile things come from hard work and careful planning. That's what industri industriousness means. Competitive greatness. When the going gets tough, the tough get going. Be at your best when your best is needed. Real love of a hard battle. I guarantee you, you wouldn't want those words to be victim, right? If I went up to this best friend of yours who knew you better than anybody else, and now you're with God or apart from God, depending on what you believe here, would you want the words to be victim, angry, murderer, abuser, molester, hateful, led the resistance, selfish, unforgiving, tortuous, no, I don't think so. Matter of fact, none of those words were in Wooden's Pyramid of Success. And I would suggest that none of those words, with the exception of one, maybe two, depending on how you use it, would ever be in anybody's mission statement. See, your mission statement, you've got to know who you are, why you're here, and what's your purpose. You know, like it matters, you know, my leadership training. We talk about we co-create cultures that infuse our clients with a passion to reach their potential, raising the bar in their personal professional lives, becoming people of purpose. We are continually cultivating this culture in a foundation of passion, vision, focus, and commitment, inspiring all who dare to live their lives like it matters. We commit to do all these things with passion, heart, body, and soul. That's a mission statement. Go to likeitmatters.net. You can see where I get this passion from because we help people live their lives like it matters to, to maximize the potentials they were created with. His words were poise, just being yourself, being at ease in any situation, never fighting yourself, confidence, respect without fear, confident, not cocky, may come from faith in yourself in knowing that you're prepared. Condition, mental, moral, physical, rest, exercise, and diet must be considered. M moderation must be practiced. Participation must be eliminated. Skill, a knowledge of and the ability to properly execute the fundamentals. Team spirit, eagerness to sacrifice personal interest or glory for the welfare of all. Self-control, emotions under control. Delicate adjustment between mind and body. Alertness, be observing constantly. Be quick to spot a weakness and correct it. Initiative, cultivate the ability to make decisions and think alone. Intentness, ability to resist temptation. There are so many of these. And if you want to get a copy of them, email me at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. What are the five words that you would want to be used to describe you? Those are what you value. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black. 
helping you to be more hopeful about your future and reminding you when you live your life like it matters, it has to, it does. Wealthy, wealthy, middle class, or business owners, you're on your financial journey, but with an emergency break on. That break is debt, and it's just going to get worse with a new tax law. You see, 60% of taxpayers who used the home interest deduction in 2017 will effectively not be able to do so in 2018. Think about that. Daniel Altwood with Your Family Bank here. We've provided a solution to this debt dilemma for over 20 years. Using it, you could cut the length of your debt, including your mortgage, in half and save tens of thousands of dollars. It works, and we can prove it to you. Our solution is not debt consolidation. Get your free ebook and analysis. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Be bold. Take action. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. Daniel.yourfamilybank.org. God bless you, the Patriot, and God bless America. Hi, this is Scott Black, host of Like It Matters Radio, heard weekday mornings at 9 on Wellness Radio. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.